0: Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host Virtual Vinny. It's a new month here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, old time radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at com forward slash support.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: Tuesdays, it's the precursor to the I Love Lucy show starring Lucille Ball in My Favorite Husband. This episode originally aired on January twenty first, nineteen forty-nine, and it's called Marriage License Error.
2: AFN Europe presents the radio comedy series My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning. Well, I see the inauguration came off all right. Uh George,
3: what's a seven-letter word meaning, dull-witted beast of burden? Husband. Oh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, that isn't right, George.
2: Liz, why don't you forget those crossword puzzles and read the rest of the paper? You'll learn something.
3: I learn plenty from these puzzles. I can hold my own in any conversation.
2: Sure, if they happen to be talking about an Indonesian sun god or a three-toed sloth. But how about current events? Just try me. All right. Who's president of the United States? In how many letters? Okay. Where did president take his oath of office?
3: On a special platform built in front of the capitol building.
2: Mm. Well.
3: How did you happen to know that? It chilled through the hole when I cut out the crossword puzzle.
2: I should have known. Well, try this. Who administered the oath? What? I give up Go back to your crossword puzzle
3: Oh, wait a minute, George Hold that paper up again
2: What are you looking at?
3: Look Paul Buchanan Elected president At Jewelers Convention Huh I wonder if that's the Paul Buchanan Who went to school with us
2: Yeah His father was in the jewelry business
3: Yeah
2: Gee, how did you happen to remember him?
3: Oh, I'll never forget Paul We used to have dates together
2: I don't like the way you say that
3: Oh, Paul and I sure had a lot of fun
2: Gosh, he was romantic. Romantic? What did he have that I didn't
1: have?
3: Four years of playing tuba in the school band. (laughs) You know, I might have married Paul if it hadn't been for that tuba business. What are you talking about? Well, one night we drove up to Inspiration Point. Oh, it was so beautiful. We got out to look at the moon. And he took me in his arms. He kissed me. Yes. Then someone turned on their car radio to band music, and he carried me three blocks, playing Stars and Strikes Forever.
2: (laughs) Well, I don't know what you saw in in, in, him anyway.
3: So Paul became a jeweler, huh? Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, well. What do you mean, oh, well?
3: Well, I was just thinking. If I'd married him, I'll bet I'd have had an engagement ring.
2: Oh, Liz, you know I couldn't afford to buy you an engagement ring in those days. Anyway, what if you didn't have one? Everybody knew we were engaged.
3: Yeah, you made me wear a sweatshirt with your initials
2: on it. I did not. The initials stood for gym class. And you thought it was a clever idea because, uh, well, they were the same as mine. You did look cute eh?
3: Thanks. I was lovely. I was engaged. I was dressed like Maxie Rosenblum. (laughs) Ah, we did have fun in those days, didn't we, George? George?
2: I suppose you wish you'd married Paul. You could have had a big diamond engagement ring
3: Oh, I do not George, I'd rather be married to you Than anyone else in the whole world
1: Well
3: Here, let me sit on your lap Hold me tight, George Tighter, tighter Oh, but Liz Oh, go ahead, pretend I'm a sack of potatoes and mash me
2: (laughs) Oh, you're cute I'll I'll bet Buchanan wouldn't have appreciated you the way I do I don't want to hear another word about Paul Buchanan Now, give me a kiss Oh, but, Liz, we've been talking about him, and kissing me isn't going to change.
3: Now, what were you saying about Paul? Paul who? (laughs) Ah, this is like old times. Remember the way we used to smooch when we were in school?
2: Yeah. (laughs) I used to throw my handkerchiefs away so my mother wouldn't see the lipstick.
3: (laughs) Really? George... Tell me why you married me.
2: Oh, it was cheaper than buying new handkerchiefs. (laughs) I like that. Hey, where are you going? To get
3: our scrapbook. I kind of forget what you used to look like before we got married.
2: Well, hurry up. My lap is cold.
3: Okay, here I am. Look, look, here's our wedding picture. You know, you haven't changed much.
2: Mm, I haven't changed at all. I sure was handsome (laughs) then.
3: What a ham... Oh, here it is, George, our marriage license.
2: Now, there's an historic document. Mm-hmm.
3: It marks a great event. Mm. On this day, Elizabeth Elliott was married to George... Cooper! What? Look! They spelled your name wrong on the license. Instead of George H. Cooper, it says George C. Hooper. <laughs> That's
2: funny. I never noticed that before. George!
3: George, you don't suppose... This license is still legal, isn't it?
2: Oh, of course.
3: Yes short. Silly to even think of it.
2: Hmm. Look at this next picture, Liz. Well,
3: what if there is a George Hooper? You don't think there really is one, do you, George? Well, maybe. What of it? Well, for ten years, I may have been living with the wrong man.
2: Oh, Liz, don't be silly. Look at this picture.
3: Oh, this is awful. For all I know, I'm married to a short, fat man with a toupee. Liz. (laughs) Hide in the closet. My husband may be home any minute.
2: Now, Liz, just calm down. You and I are married. A mistaken spelling can't alter that.
3: But George, laws are so funny. I've heard of real strange things happening. You know someone down at City Hall, call him up and ask him if we're really married.
2: Uh, they're not open now, and I wouldn't be that silly anyway.
3: Not even for my peace of mind? No. Well, then I'll go down myself in the morning.
2: All right, but tonight, let's let's look at these pictures. Come on, sit on my lap.
3: I'll sit beside you, if you don't mind, till I find out just where I stand. All right.
2: Bureau originally speaking. Joe, this is George Cooper. Oh, hiya, George. Long time no see. Joe, I called to ask you about a marriage license. Marriage license? You got married ten years ago. Yeah, I know it. But last night, we found a mistake in the license. They spelled my name wrong. It's no use, George. You can't worm out of it on a technicality. <laughs> now, listen, my wife is coming down to see you, and I want to play a joke on it. Tell her we're not really married. I want to kid her along for a couple of days. Oh, that's a cruel one. <laughs> okay, George, I'll do it. <laughs>
1: Pardon
3: me, is this the marriage license bureau? Yes. Well, uh, I don't know how to say this, but I want to ask you about a marriage license. I feel awful silly.
2: <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> hey, where's the sucker? Here's the groove. <laughs>
3: Well, I'm already married. Here's my license. There's something wrong with it. Oh, I see.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what seems to be the trouble, Mrs. Hooper?
3: Oh, that's just it. My name isn't Hooper. I don't even know George Hooper.
2: Well, if you didn't know him, you never should have married him.
3: <laughs> I didn't. I'm married to George Cooper. Cooper? Yes.
2: Oh. Now, hey, tell me something. What? Does Hooper know about this? <laughs>
3: Look, this whole thing is a big mistake. There is no George Hooper. He's non-existent. He's a nothing. He's a nobody. Whatever made you marry a bum
2: like that?
3: Please try to understand. My husband's name is George Cooper. It's spelled Hooper on the license. Does that matter?
2: Does it matter? Well... It does? How long has this been going on? 10 years? Oh, you ought to be ashamed.
1: <laughs>
3: you mean, you mean just because his name is spelled wrong, I'm I'm not married to it?
2: That's what I mean, Miss Elliot.
3: Miss Elliot. Oh dear. You mean I'm single again? How can a thing like this happen to me? I don't know. You're
2: just lucky, I guess.
3: Oh, this is dreadful! and I face my friends Tell me something What? Is there a foreign legion for women?
2: that you, Liz? Oh, George Hi, dear Give me a kiss No, no Don't touch me Huh?
3: Why not? I'm no longer yours to touch. What? George, I checked our marriage license.
2: Oh. What'd you find out?
3: You and I should be ashamed. What do you mean? The man at the license bureau put the padlock on our wedlock.
2: You don't mean a little thing like a misspelled name means our license isn't any good.
3: That's right.
2: Oh, this is
3: terrible. Well, there's only one thing we can do, George. We'll just have to get married again. Now, if we hurry, we can get down to the license bureau before it closes.
2: Let's go. Come on, get your hat. George? Come on, what's the matter? I was just thinking, maybe we shouldn't rush into this thing. <laughs> Well, after all, Liz, marriage is a serious business. Maybe we don't know each other well enough.
3: I know each other well enough. Like for ten years we've been not
2: So loud. Neighbors might hear you.
3: George Cooper, do you mean you have to think about whether you'll marry me or not?
2: Well, Liz, I uh I like you a lot.
3: Well, thanks.
2: But you know how it is. is before I settle on one girl, I want to look the field over.
3: George. Do you mean you wish you hadn't married me ten years ago?
2: Oh, no. I just thought there's no use in making the same mistake twice. I mean...
3: You don't want to marry me? You don't love me? Well, Liz, I like you a lot. Oh, stop saying that. Mr. Cooper, could I give you a minute? Oh, can it wait, Katie? I'm trying to get my husband to marry me. No, it's. This is very important All right Excuse me, Mr. Cooper Certainly,
2: Miss Elliot Oh
3: What is it, Katie? I wanted to tell you About this marriage business It's a joke A joke? What do you mean? Well, I overheard Mr. Cooper Talking to the man At the license bureau They're playing a joke on you you Are really still married? I am? Sure Why, that's... Katie I wonder how he'd react If he thought I didn't speak To his friend at all
1: Let's just
2: find out. <laughs> what, what's funny? <laughs> the look on your face when you left the room. <laughs> oh, honey, I can't stand it any longer. It's all a joke. <laughs> it
3: is? What a surprise.
2: Yeah, I, I fixed it up with uh, Joe Ridgley at the License Bureau. You know, my friend, we used to play football together. <laughs>
3: you played football with that little guy?
2: Little guy? Oh, Joe's six, too.
3: Oh. Well, then the man I talked to wasn't Joe.
1: Huh? <laughs> well,
3: the man who waited on me was little and skinny and old and wore glasses.
2: Well, but, Liz, if, uh, if you didn't talk to Joe, then, then the guy you talked to meant what he said, and that means that...
3: That's right, George. We're really not married.
2: Oh, well, what's the difference? It'll be sort of fun to be married all over again. Uh, Come on, we can get to the license bureau before it closes. Come on, get your hat, Liz. Come on. What's the matter?
3: I was just thinking, maybe we shouldn't rush into this thing. What are you saying? Well, George, I I like you a lot. Now, wait a minute. But you know how it is. Before I settle on one man, I I, I just want to look the field over. Liz! Well, there's so many men I've always wanted to have dates with. <laughs> I think I'll phone one of them right now.
2: No, Liz, you're not serious.
3: you see. Hotel Delmar. I'd like to speak to Paul Buchanan, please. Paul Buchanan? He's there at the jeweler's convention. One moment and I will bring his room. Thank you.
2: Now let's talk this over. Hello?
3: Hello. Is this Paul Buchanan? Yes. Well, this is an old girlfriend. Recognize my voice? Uh,
2: no, I'm sorry. I don't. Oh,
3: this is the redhead you used to go steady with.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, but I still can't quite place you.
3: You remember the queen of the rumble seat? Liz! I thought that was <laughs>
2: Oh, this is ridiculous. Well, how are you, Liz?
3: Oh, thanks, Paul. I'd love to go out with you tonight. But, Liz, I'm married. I've got six kids. No, no, no. I'm still single.
2: We must have a bad connection. I said I am married.
3: Well, I'd like to see you again, too, Paul. I'll never forget that wavy blonde hair of yours. Neither will
2: I. I wish I still had it. (laughs) your eyes, huh? Oh, brother, they, you sound very strange, Liz. Is there anything wrong? <laughs> oh,
3: Paul, you always did say the sweetest things.
2: What are you talking about? All I said was, is anything wrong? <laughs> oh, Paul,
3: what if the operator's listening? <laughs> Why are you acting so funny? Well, honey, I still think a lot about you, too. Yes.
2: Well, it has been nice talking
3: to you. Goodbye. Oh, you. One moment, please. You've been disconnected. Shall I bring your party again? Oh, I'd love to, Paul. It'll be wonderful to go to a party again. I shall try to bring them. Whom were you calling, please? Oh, you darling. I'm sorry. We have no one listed at the hotel by the name of Oh, you darling. <laughs> Devine, Paul. We had a Mr. Paul Divine, but he checked out yesterday. All right. 8.30 at the Flamingo room of the Biltmore. I'm sorry, but the Biltmore does not allow flamingos in the rooms after 8.00. <laughs> well, I'll see you tonight, then. Not if I see you first, sister.
2: Goodbye. Now, Liz, you're not going out with that guy.
3: Were you talking to me, Mr. Cooper? You seem to forget we're not married. Well... I have to go and get dressed. Where are you going tonight?
2: Don't worry about me. (laughs) Bravo, Mrs.
3: Cooper. Katie, you heard it. Oh, I wouldn't have missed it for the world. What happens now? Well, I'm going to get dressed and go out the front door. You slip out the back door and meet me at the corner. What are we going to do? George thinks I have a date with Paul Buchanan at the Biltmore. But really, you and I are spending the evening with Humphrey Bogart at the Strand Movie Theater.
2: That was a pretty good picture,
3: didn't you think so, Katie? I didn't like it. They had too much salt in their popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the Biltmore Hotel. Oh, yeah, that's where George thinks I am. Oh, see, there's a big crowd in front of the window. Oh, there must have been a wreck. Katie, Katie. When you see a crowd in front of a window these days, it isn't a wreck, it's television. <laughs> oh! Well, maybe they're showing a wrestling match. Oh, wait a minute. It isn't television. It's some sort of a ball. Well,
2: let's see what's happening. Okay, you're ready. Okay, break it up. Now, oh, face. What's going on around here? Officer, if you'll kindly let go of my arm, I'll tell you. Baby,
3: it is wrestling. There's gorgeous George.
2: Oh, All I know, officer, is I was walking out of the hotel, and this man came up to me and he said, Are you Paul Buchanan? And when I said yes, he hit me. Oh, I had no idea George was so jealous.
3: Isn't it wonderful? Is that Paul
2: Buchanan? Yes,
3: my, he has changed. A bald head, a pouch, and a black eye.
2: Everything happens to me. That's a dirty trick. Fifteen minutes more and I'm off duty. Well, if I'd only known, I would have waited and hit him on your day off. Oh, a wise guy. What's your name, pretty boy? George Cooper. George Cooper? I thought you looked familiar. Didn't we go to school together? You bet we did, but that's no excuse for you to try to date my wife. Why, I don't even know your wife. You knew her as Liz Elliott. Oh, the Queen of Rumble scene. Why, you... (laughs) Oh Katie,
3: isn't this exciting? Oh, it's better than the movie. I wish I'd saved some of my popcorn.
1: You
2: <laughs> I talked to Liz Elliott this afternoon and she is not married to you. She is too. That's the funniest story I ever heard, Buff. You better come down to the station with me. Oh, poor Mister Cooper. But Katie, he heard you. There, there's my wife, Liz. She'll tell you that I'm not lying. Liz, tell him that Tell him this guy made a date with you. Tell him we're married. Tell him you're my wife. Well, why don't you say something? Hello, stranger. <laughs> Just like I thought. Oh, Liz, cut the kidding. Tell him the truth. Come on, I'm gonna run you in. You'll get 30 days for this.
3: Oh, no, don't arrest him, officer. Sorry,
2: my mind's made up.
3: Uh, even if I ask you real nice, eh? Hey? Even if...
2: <laughs> hey, you from Brooklyn in?
3: Yeah, Moidal Avenue already. <laughs>
2: Well, I'll be there. I
3: ain't in a small world, though. Yeah. Look, chum, I think I can clear up this whole thing for you. Yeah, huh? Uh, Paul, will you drop charges if George buys an engagement ring from you? huh? Why, certainly, Liz, I'd do that. Okay, George, buy me an engagement ring and it can go free, hey.
2: Hello, stranger. <laughs> you, buy this poor little Brooklyn girl a ring.
3: Yeah, buy this poor little Brooklyn girl a ring.
2: Oh, this is a holdup. Here you are, Liz. You can pick one out right now from my sample case.
3: All right. Oh, they're all so pretty. So
2: now, uh, what would you like, George? One for 200, 300? Do you have one for 100?
3: Do you have one for 500?
2: Yes, yes, I do. Oh, I'll take
3: it, hey. Oh. Isn't that beautiful?
2: (laughs) Scintillating. Now can we go home?
3: Oh, wait a minute. Uh, officer... Don't you think that before a man gives a girl an engagement ring, he ought to propose formally?
2: I sure do. You propose. Leia's not here. People are watching. You kneel. Is that okay, pal? Both knees. You. Both knees. I know. Liz, I love you. Will you marry me? Let's get out of
3: here. Officer, I don't think that was very romantic. I think he should have called me by a pet name, maybe.
2: I do, too. What do you have in mind, eh?
3: Oh, he knows which name I mean.
2: Oh, no. You hate that. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, okay. Will you marry me? Tootley Woodliams?
3: Oh, George, of course I will.
1: Ain't
2: that romantic? <laughs> uh, when are you gonna get married?
3: Ten years ago.
2: Ten years? <laughs> hey, some impossible.
3: Who cares? I got back my favorite husband.
2: Liz, are you still awake?
3: Uh Uh-huh. I'm all sort of tense and jittery. I I know what would help me. Some nice, warm milk.
2: That's a good idea. Mm
3: -hmm. Why doesn't one of us get up and get me some nice, warm milk?
2: You're right. One of us certainly should get up and get it.
3: Apparently, the one who should get up is no gentleman. That's
2: right. He's a lady.
3: George.
2: Okay, okay. Where are my slippers? Ouch! darn that chair. Liz, would you like some chocolate in the milk? Liz?
1: Liz? How
2: do you like that? Good night, Liz. My Favorite Husband, starring Lucille Ball with Richard Denning, was produced for broadcast in the Frankfurt Studios of the American Forces Network Europe by Air Force Sergeant Dave Scofield. Specialist Brad Scott speaking. Join us next time for My Favorite Husband.
0: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, personally, I think Liz went a little too far. I mean, some may say that George started it, which he did, and he got what he deserved. But I have to disagree on that last part. I mean, George did stop the joke, confessing that he pulled her leg and he couldn't carry on with it any further. But Liz took it a step further by setting up that phony date and then took it even further when the police got involved he seriously could have been in some trouble and then she coerced george into giving her an engagement ring maybe george should rethink marrying liz Tomorrow we join Private Eye, George Valentine, in Let George Do It, and join us again next Tuesday for a new episode of My Favorite Husband. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.